on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Radio and there's Rod Stewart, Baby Jane, here on Radio Newark. The time now is ten past six, and I'm joined in the studio by uh, Inspector Heather Sutton, District Commander for Newark Shield Police. Heather, welcome to Radio Newark again. Hi, AD. Evening, everyone. Lovely. Look forward to our little monthly chats. A uh, bit of a round. We're going to have a bit of a roundup on um, a retrospective, if you will, of, of what we've spoken about before. Yeah, we've kind um, of covered some specific topics previously, yeah, haven't we? So just yeah. have a bit of a catch up. Lovely. So, how's things going? Good. We've had a positive start to the year. So. Uh, we take our crime stats and things from April um, and touch wood, yeah. it's been a very positive start so far. So all crime year to date is down by 5.1%, Wow! which is a really good start. And what that really means is it's 82 less victims than we had April to June last year. So that's dead positive. I'm always keen to make sure that that is a true picture. Mm-hmm. So people, please report it. If something's happening tell us about it don't, don't let me sit here thinking the crime's <laughs> down when it's not so so when you're talking about a crime being down five point something percent um that that's across the board across the border crime is there any element that's um uh that you've managed to jump on that has uh, brought that figure down yeah so um last time i was here i think i was ranting about burglaries mm-hmm. uh we were really concerned about burglaries that decreased across the whole area and um, when we were having a real close look at them and making our county burglary team and cid department work really hard uh that has paid off um we are uh down by 38.2 percent in burglaries wow. that's 66 less victims mm-hmm. i spoke last time about how impacted burglaries are on that individual big yeah, victim absolutely. So when I think that we have 66 less people uh, suffering that experience than we had this time last year, uh, that's such a positive place to be in. And I just want to thank all the residents and everybody for taking on our crime prevention advice, for keeping their properties secure, mm-hmm. for calling in suspicious incidents. Um, we've had quite a few incidents where we've relied on members of the public uh, calling us to, to get us to tip out to burglaries. And, you know, we really need them on board and please keep on doing that mm, it certainly does make a difference doesn't it to the effectiveness of your policing because um there is so much that people can do for themselves um and you know it's a it's a a, a combined effort isn't it the community and the police working in partnership together to make new a better place yeah absolutely um the public are to thank for you know the uh, crime prevention work that they've done um and the cid teams big thanks to them we've had some significant arrests um, some people in prison on remand um, and uh, as a result we've seen this reduction and, and far fewer victims. Great stuff. So um, are, there, are there any areas that you need to focus on now? Any, any more emergent problems? Yeah so we're always uh, trying to be one step ahead of the game um, so we had a big focus on uh, burglaries obviously mm-hmm. with that reducing it gives us capacity to have a look somewhere else. Um, we've been working on uh, ASB issues for, oh, for right. some time now um there were complaints from the public uh, and the community community and businesses around asb predominantly in newark town center mm-hmm. um so the beat team and the beat manager there uh, rob harrison um, and pc eddie nelson uh, have been working really hard with the council and other partners around youth diversion yeah so um trying to look at long-term problem solving uh, not just prosecuting people and not worrying about what's going to happen two months later yeah um, but engaging with young people uh, and basically putting on events in the evening with the council, with the fire service, with the football clubs um, to get those children to engage in positive activities, mm-hmm. to encourage them to temper each other's behaviour, uh, yeah. kind of kind of set standards in their peer group. 
um, to make them aware of the consequences of some of the ASB crimes that they cause. So throwing yeah. stones onto the waterways on the canal, obviously extremely dangerous and can get them into trouble if mm-hmm. they slip into the canal. So we've been doing some education around water safety. Um, and I mean, do you think the antisocial behaviour is driven by, um, I don't know, idle hands sort of thing, not, not having enough to do or any other distractions? Because you did say you got the, the football, Nottingham Forest came down and the, the fire service. Yeah, it's, it's like you say, idle hands not being engaged in positive mm. activities, um, you know, walking around uh, Newark Town Centre without anything positive to mm-hmm. do and not thinking positively and that rubs off on each other. So by engaging them in positive activities, we had a group down at um, the fire station doing a boot camp and yeah. they absolutely loved it. Well, that's <laughs> just engaging them in fitness there's so many benefits to that and when they start getting interested in that you then start seeing uh, teenagers starting to run or Mm -hmm. starting to take up going to the gym yeah whilst they're doing that they're not causing asb absolutely so that's that kind of long-term problem solving and 20 percent reduction uh, in asb on the what we call the castle ward which is the newark town center and I am um, confident and hopeful that we will see that uh, long-term moving into the summer because of all the um, diversion work that the council, police and all the other services mm. have, have been involved in. Lovely, because, I mean, uh, arresting them is... Um, OK, that's that's your uh, instant solution, but it's only a temporary solution to the problem, isn't it? It's the education that's going to give you longevity. Yeah, we'll, we'll always take positive action where offences take place mm-hmm. and we know who the offender are um, and we have a zero-tolerance attitude yeah. towards criminal offences. But let's face it, we don't always know who is responsible. No, of course not. So, you know, we might be able to, uh, you know, prosecute mm. X percentage of the ASB offences. Well, by doing this youth diversion work, we can have an impact on those that we can't yeah. can't prosecute for. And speaking of not knowing who's responsible, um, one aspect of antisocial behaviour, of course, is graffiti. And we've seen a little bit of that. That was a very savvy link there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Graffiti, it looks horrendous. Yes, um, it's an eyesore. It is an eyesore and uh, it doesn't help with helping the community feel proud of their area and, and taking responsibility for their area. So there's an issue with graffiti. Um, the council are really concerned about it. They're With their Cleaner, Safer, Greener mm. campaign, um, they're trying to remove as much of it as possible. Um, we've identified some people responsible for uh, a piece of graffiti um, and uh, they were willing to engage in a restorative justice project. Yeah. So they cleaned off some graffiti, which was very uh, cathartic in helping them yeah. think about what they've done and how that looks to their um, peers and just getting them to, again, engage in a positive mm. activity mm. Uh, when they realise the wrong that they've done. But there's two uh, pieces of graffiti tags that are bothering us at the minute, in particular, um, the candy shop tag and a UDC tag. Mm-hmm. So these are pictures of those words, yeah. as it were, sprayed um, on property that doesn't yeah. belong to them and they've got no right to spray. Uh, and we don't know who's committing it at the minute. It could be a group of people. Um, both tags have been around for some time uh, and I'd like to make a plea um, to the public and to the community if you know any information about who's involved with these tags um, then please uh, let us know let Crime Stoppers know, let the council know mm. uh, and we'll follow it up of course and it will be in confidence uh, it's, um, so there's, there's no <coughs> there's no backlash on um, letting, letting us know who it is has done it but it's just a blight on the town isn't it oh yeah absolutely C- Crime Stoppers is completely anonymous some people don't believe that it really is completely mm-hmm. anonymous. Um, so if you want to report it anonymous, then go through Crime Stoppers. If you've seen something and you want to help your town and speak out, then put yourself forward as a witness if you're yeah. happy to do that, and we'll come and take a witness statement from you. So depending on how people view it, uh, feel about it, there's different routes that they can report it to us, but I really would like to get to the bottom of those two tags. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have you got any other initiatives that are coming up? 
Yeah, so um, push bike theft has been a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've done a couple of events, uh, the leisure centres where we've done bike security yeah. events, really. So we've um, given out some D-locks um, and uh, marked people's bikes. Mm-hmm. So if they are stolen, we can track them back. Um, uh, can everybody please use a D-lock and not the soft cable types? Okay. Um, the soft cable types take seconds to cut through. Right. Um, the D-locks are much harder to get through. I, I drove into work the other morning and saw a bike on uh, Millgate. Really expensive bike secured with a soft cable lock that would have taken a second to get rid right, of. Right, I see. Swiftly sent one of my officers down there, <laughs> but the bike had already gone, hopefully by the owner. Um so a, a plea for people to use hard D-locks, but the BEAT team are currently exploring some crime prevention mm-hmm. marking that's been really uh, well received in other force areas. So a tried and tested um, solution around crime prevention, and that's about marking, trying to mark every bike in Newark, which yeah. might sound like a really... Uh, Mammoth task. Yeah, but when we did the security event at the Ledge Centre, we had 100 visitors. Yeah. So I think if we um, have got the staffing to be able to do it and can get some support to do it, we can get all the bikes marked. And then we uh, basically engage all the businesses um, who deal in bikes mm-hmm. um, to get them on board. And if every bike that they receive to sell on, they should be scanning. Yes. Any that are stolen, come back to us and then we can start the investigation and track it back. Um, I've had a positive arrest of somebody who was stealing a bike on uh, British Transport Police's ground at the railway oh, station. Right. So that's been really good work. A couple of months ago, we caught somebody red-handed trying to steal a mm-hmm. bike. Um, so we've got the crime prevention work going off and uh, targeting the offenders as well. Um, so there's different aspects to trying to prevent bike theft. Um, and all we can ask of the public at the minute is just, you know, to maintain bike security. Yeah. And there's a couple of guides on the Knott's Police website around Oh, right, that'd be interesting. Security. Again, on how people can help themselves. Exactly. And make themselves less, less of a risk. And, and we can <clears> see <throat> from the, the way that the burglary crime has gone down... When the public are on board, then things mm. really, really work. Well, I mean, you can protect yourself because, by and large, I assume uh, that um, the uh, the people who are perpetrating these um, these crimes are, are opportunists, and so they're going to go for the easiest. Absolutely, the easiest. Uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, the more of those opportunities that we can remove, the better. Yes. Um, and then you know, you then look at okay, so once they've stolen the bike, what are they doing with it? Uh, and we can look at where those bikes are being taken to. If all those bikes are marked, we can get them back to the owner and start an investigation mm. as to how they've got there. Mm. Lovely. Um, I was uh, reading in the media the other day about um, the rising knife crime. Is that is that a concern around Newark? Um, so knife crime has rised nationally. It's been quoted mm, yeah, as, as the disease uh, yeah. by some people. Um, and I used to run the knife crime team for Nottingham, oh, so really? I've had first-hand experience of the devastating impact mm. it can have on people. Thankfully, uh, Newark is classed as a low-risk area, mm-hmm. so ultimately we haven't been hit by the knife crime disease. Um, I'm not naive to think that that's never going to happen, uh, and in response to that, we're not just going to sit around waiting. Wait for it to come. No, so we have been undertaking some knife crime prevention activity, and I just want to stress to the public that we do not have lots of people in Newark walking around carrying no, knives. No. I mean, the articles I was reading were focused on London and Bur- uh, Birmingham, yeah. big cities like that. You are going to start to see uh, more media and more police activity focused around knife crime, and that is all around prevention. Um, last week we had a knife arch up in the Newark Town Centre. Oh, a knife arch? A knife arch. Tell me. Airport, think airport metal detector. Oh, right, yeah, okay. <laughs> Obviously, if somebody's got a knife and they go through it, then we'll find that knife on the mm-hmm. person. But more interestingly, if somebody's walking towards where the knife arch is, they see the knife arch and then they deviate, we can detain that mm. person, stop and search them. 
lo and behold, they're in possession of a knife, right. and that's how the tactics work. We had 200 people go through the knife arch, and obviously all the people that passed by it, mm-hmm. nobody deviated, nobody was in a possession of a knife. Really reassuring that yeah. Newark is a safe place. Um, what we don't want is people to start fearing knives and therefore carrying knives, yes. which we know is something that's happened in other areas. So just to kind of let everybody know, mm-hmm. um, you know, keep pushing the uh, Lives Not Knives campaign. Yeah. Talk to your loved ones about not carrying a knife. Um, and you will see more policing activity. This is around prevention, advice, and making sure, opening the can of worms and making sure there's nothing in there. Yeah, brilliant. So it sounds like you've got your, your uh, work cut out then, Heather, and you're doing a great job. Thank so you. thank you for coming back into the studio. I look forward to seeing you again next month. And, uh, yeah, keep up the good work. Catch up with you then. Thank you. So there we go, there's uh, Inspector Heather Sutton, keeping us all safe and sound, and more importantly, keeping us all informed as to what's happening and the initiatives and the results and uh, doing great work. Don't forget, it's as much about you looking after yourself and uh, also helping the police with their inquiries and giving them the heads up of anything that you might see that's undesirable, then, you know, if you don't report it, they can't do it. And if anyone knows who these graffiti artists are, we'll get the stocks rigged up in the town centre. Radio Newark's Big Drive Home, sponsored by Ambitions Personnel. Looking for work in a sales, admin, accounts or technical job role? Look no further than ambitionspersonnel.com.